today's episode, we're talking about how to name your business as a social media freelancer. Welcome to JFDI with the two Lauras. This is the podcast where we help freelance social media managers to build a profitable business, which not only funds your lifestyle and supports your family, but is also a joy to work in. In today's episode, we are going to be talking through how to name your business. We're going to talk about the mistakes that we've made, the mistakes we've seen other people make, and give you some tips so you can name your business for now and the future. After this episode, you might still have questions and we'd love to help answer those for you. So we'd love to invite you to come and hang out with us in our free Facebook community for podcast listeners. It's called the Social Media Managers Hub and to join the group, all you need to do is search for the Social Media Managers Hub on Facebook or go to thesocialmediamanagershub.com and just pop your email address in the request to join and we'll let you in as soon as we can so we can keep chatting. Okay, let's dive in then. Naming things, like we struggle with this, right? Yeah. And we see other people struggling with this. Can I just say the reason that we name some of our products like really boring names, like the social media managers toolkit, is because we are not great at naming things. But I'm a big believer of like kind of having a name that does what it says on the tin, the old Ron Seal marketing effect. Yeah. So, you know, if you can't be creative, I don't think there's a big problem with that personally. I do think it's, well, just before we dive on it, I think it is worth saying that you can't really get it wrong naming your business. Oh, really? I bet we're going to have some people sending us some posts after this. They got it wrong. <laughs> Actually, do do that. Please drop into my DMs and tell me businesses have got their names really wrong. <laughs> okay, well, maybe you can get things wrong, you know, like where you spell out the name and it, <laughs> yeah. it spells another word. Was it Susan's album party or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I think on the whole, you can't get it wrong, can you? Yeah. But I think the biggest problem I see is that it's a massive block for people. It's like they can't do anything until they've got their name. They can't get their domain and and therefore their website. They can't start marketing themselves on social because they haven't got their name, so they haven't got their handle. And so I appreciate it it does actually stop you. But thought process behind creating a name can go on and on and on so sometimes you do just have to stick a pin in it don't you because you can always yeah. change your name yeah totally and look I'm totally guilty of it holding me back mm, I've had several businesses in the past when I became a social media manager that was the hardest point of thinking of a name for my business and I don't know why because it was me that was doing the work and obviously in the end I went with the name of Laura Moore I mean you know how ingenious was that But why did it take me so long to get to that point of realising I could just use my name (laughs) to market the services that I was delivering? I think, and maybe it's different now, because we are a bit longer in the tooth, in that when we were starting, there weren't that many, like as many freelancers as there are now. And you might not have felt the same, but for me, I didn't really know where I was going with this. (laughs) I just knew that it was something I wanted to do. I didn't know where I was going to be kind of taking it. I didn't really know... And because I'm not, and we've talked about this before, we're not people who set like long-term goals. We're not kind of very visionary people. So it was very hard to have this vision of where do I want to take this business? What do I want it to look like in five, 10 years time, all that Mm. stuff. So therefore it was trying to name the business, not really knowing where I was going. I was kind of feeling away in the dark with it, which is why I wish I had just gone with my name, which is now why, however many years down the line now, what are we, 10 years down the line I am now just Laura Davis. 
but boring old Laura Davis. I know, especially when Laura Davis is a golfer. You know, people start <laughs> talking to me about golf in my DMs, but they don't really. <laughs> yeah, so I think my point being, it can really hold you back, but hopefully this podcast is going to help you just think maybe differently or just make a decision one way or the other. Yeah. Hence my point about you can't really going wrong because I was trying to make it that, you know, that was motivational, that people were just going to say, oh, you know what? Let's just do it. But now we're all FDI. worried that we're going to be, yeah, we're now worried that we're all going to accidentally have anal or something in our handle. <laughs> yeah. So should we just dive straight in with some tips? Yeah. Okay. So let's just go through. So you obviously just decided to go with your name. Mm. So for me, I didn't. So for those of you who have been around a while, my business originally was called Virtually Savvy. And lots of people have always said to me, oh, I love that name. I love it. But at the time when I was setting up, I didn't know whether I was just going to go down the social media route or down the virtual assistant route. Now, I never went down the virtual assistant route at all, but that was where the name kind of was influenced from. So I never really felt that it was right. But the whole virtual thing was because I'm not in someone's office. I'm like remote and savvy is because I'm savvy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or maybe I was in my face <laughs> maybe I was 10 years ago some things <laughs> yeah but for me the big I never forget I can read I can picture where I was sat and I was sat writing in my sofa in my living room right and I wrote down pages and pages of names that I liked and then I went on social and I would see if anyone else had those names and if they had that name I'd be like oh can I do a different version of that and then I would go and check if the decent domains were available, like not the random weird ones. Mm. And it was really frustrating because I'd, like, I'd find one where like the domain was great and then I'd go on social and there was no like, handles I could have had unless I'd have gone for the blah, blah, underscore, blah, blah, underscore, blah, blah, yeah. underscore. And when you start having too many underscores, it just makes it really difficult for people in a later date to find you. Or when you say to someone, oh, yeah, come and follow me on Instagram, I'm blah blah underscore blah blah underscore blah blah underscore 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 (laughs) it just doesn't quite have the same ring to it does it yeah I agree so that was my kind of process and I think if I remember rightly I got down to like probably two or three that I could have like I did have to have an underscore though it's annoying and we've both got underscore in our Instagram handles now on our like private accounts yeah they're not private but you know yeah like there's so many only so many names available isn't there and they are all gonna be taken all the good ones yeah laura davis as well it's a bit boring davis you see i should have just kept mm. my maiden name i'd have been fine then <laughs> well change it back yeah maybe i will okay neil if you're listening this is this is just your warning <laughs> <laughs> interesting fact for you all laura moore has always been a laura moore she married a moore yeah i did She's never not been a moore yeah so i have the same like when people ask me what was your mother's maiden name well, they don't ask me, but I'm thinking like when they ask my son, what was your mother not yeah, going to yeah. even ask him because he can't speak. But anyway, my point would be, <laughs> no, but I mean, what was your mother's maiden name? Yeah. It would be the same. But yeah, so my mum and my husband's mum are both Mrs. Moore and I'm Mrs. Moore and it's really like weird. Yeah, that sounds like a cult. Yeah, I don't want anyone to ever call me Mrs. Moore because it makes me feel really, really old. And obviously my nan was also Mrs. It's just weird. Just find it weird. And no, we're not related, just in case, you know, you are wondering. <laughs> But at least if you and Kev would decide to divorce, 
You don't, yeah, have, don't to have to change, change your anything. Instagram handle. I didn't have to change anything when I got married. Didn't have to get a new passport. None of that stuff. That was yeah, nice. a joy. Yeah. There is a life tip for anyone who is not settled down. But the funny thing is, and we're totally going off on a tangent here, but the funny thing is because my husband is from Norfolk and I live in Sussex and he moved down to Norfolk. So all of my friends who live locally have always known me as Laura Moore. So when we got married and he was Kevin Moore, they all thought that he'd changed his name. <laughs> Oh, what a modern man. I know. Love it. Did he anyway. own it or did he like want to correct people? I don't know if I ever actually told him. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we digress. So, so yeah. So back to naming our businesses. So I was kind of similar with you though, like with the whole, having a whole list of names and all of that thing, because I didn't originally want to just be known by my name. I wanted to have a business name prior to being a social media manager. I had various businesses and they had names. So not having a name for this business seemed weird. And if anyone knows Laura and I, we buy domains like they're going out of fashion. <laughs> and I bought so many different domains. It's like, yeah, I'm going to call my business this. I better buy the domain. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't like it the following day. So I had loads of domains with all random names. And in the end, I just thought, oh, this is just ridiculous. I'm just going to be myself. Because in the past, I had got it wrong. I, back in like early 2000s, I had a recruitment agency and this was before social media was really a thing. And the Kaiser Chiefs were number one or like top of the charts with that song, Ruby. Do you remember that song? Yeah, yeah. My dog was called Ruby. And I couldn't think of a business name. So I called it Ruby Recruitment because I was like, that'll do. And went with it. Didn't do any checks. There wasn't social media. So you couldn't go and like find out if there was a business on social media. Didn't do any other checks. I was only working in my local area. And another business, another recruitment agency from like up north somewhere, who again was also working in the local area at the time, had no plans to expand. They kicked off about my name because it was the same name. So I had to change the business name. So that lesson kind of followed with me after that for everything that I've done since. So I've always been really careful about what can I call this business so that I don't have to then go and rebrand and everything because someone doesn't like what I'm doing. So when I was looking at all these names, I was like, oh, well, that one's really like, it's not the same, but it's similar and it could be a bit dodgy. Whereas if I go with my name, there might be a hundred other Laura Moores out there, but what they're going to do, maybe change my name by default? Don't think so. So that just seemed like the safest route in the end for me to go. And I am glad that I did that because I didn't put myself into a box, if you know what I mean. My business was never Laura Moore social media manager or Laura Moore Facebook ads manager. So I could offer whatever services I wanted. I could do whatever platform I wanted because I didn't have like a platform in my business name. I could diversify or whatever. And it's so much easier to remember somebody's name, I think, than somebody's business name. Yeah. So I think that was a good decision for me. It is a good decision. And I do, I now will always encourage people to try and use their name. And not everybody wants to, but I think there are, I think we can kind of unpick that a little bit because the only downside I see, and we've seen this before, when you use just your name, and this comes down to, again, knowing what you, where you want to take your business or having a rough idea. That if you then decide you want an agency, mm. but you, Laura, so you've got a team of people, you, Laura, has have been the person behind that growth of that business. You're kind of the personal brand, I guess, of that agency, of that business. You then will be the person someone wants to work on your account. Yeah. Because you are the leader. And I've seen that and I can't remember his name, the ads person. Oh, what's he called? No idea. He was by his name, had a big personal brand, did a lot of talks. 
Oh, I know who you're talking about. Gavin Bell. Gavin Bell, that's it. So he had Gavin Bell and he had his agency, really popular, but he did a, I don't know whether that was a podcast or some part, some content somewhere where he said the problem was everyone was wanting to work with Gavin Bell. It was Gavin mm. Bell they wanted to work with and have Gavin Bell working on their ad campaigns. But the reality was in agencies, that's not going to necessarily be the case. So he created a really, it was a funny word, wasn't it? It was like a made up word. Like Yeah, I can't remember it now. Splut or something. Yeah, I can't remember the name. Very like trendy, you know, one word, all that. So that's, I guess, so from going with your name, that's really probably the only downside I could see, unless, and possibly maybe if you've got a really difficult to spell name. Yeah, definitely, yeah. So that's a, it's good in terms of the, or it's a, it's a very, very rare name that you are likely to get the handles, get the domains, all of that jazz, and that's like tick, tick, tick. But then when no one can bloody spell your name and they can't find you on social or your website, that potentially could be a drawback but you've got to weigh all these things up yeah in reality how often do you actually type in somebody's domain i'm not saying either way these are questions you kind of need to ask like how often do actually people type in your handle and the way the world's going people won't will they soon they'll be able to just look at you and make eye contact (laughs) and they'll be taken to your work like virtually I do. I'll just wave at you from across the country. Or you just look at me and then a menu comes out of my eye and you just go, yeah, I'll go to their Instagram. You heard it here first, guys. Make sure you invest. Predictions for 2024. (laughs) Yeah. So, Nay, I think, I definitely think going with your name is a strong contender, but there are those. Especially if you're at that point where you're like, I really need to get going, but I can't because I haven't got a name. Like, JFDI, use your name. Yeah, 100%. If you really can't move forward and can't find a different name, then just go with it with your name. Yeah, and like (laughs) when it comes to like handles, like you were saying earlier about all the underscores and all of that stuff, there's ways to get around creating a handle with your name without having underscores. Like we have got underscores. We're both like the underscore Laura Moore or whatever. But you could have like the real Laura Moore, the official Laura Moore. My name is Laura Moore. You know, all of those sorts of things without having to have underscores. So you just have to think outside the box a little bit. Well, yeah, we wanted two Lauras and we couldn't get two Lauras. So we got the two Lauras. Yeah, exactly. Which actually is better. Yeah. And yeah, I think these things work out for the best in the end. Yeah. And another thing that you touched on as well in that when you were, thinking about your name is that you weren't restricting yourself by having Laura Moore Instagram or Instagram Mm. guru or like platform based not that you can actually I don't think you can use the platform names in your business no I don't think you can in a handle that happened with I can't think what her name is I'm not doing very good on names but she (laughs) she I think Facebook in her business name and they told her to change it so right. um but, but ironic but, when they are currently being told to change the name of threads really but you know well yeah by your own rules meta yeah so I think but limiting yourself by so and we've seen this a lot people will be something social media but then they've gone on to now become like ads only or they now have switched and they do or wider marketing so their business has changed but their name hasn't allowed for that growth and in the grand scheme of things I don't think it matters massively unless obviously you completely change but I do think you need to be wary of that which is why I never wanted social in my handle or my name because I knew I didn't really know where I was going with it and I knew that I didn't want to give myself limitations when it came to things like that 
but likewise, don't all call yourselves marketing this, marketing that, because that's really quite broad. Yeah. Unless obviously you do offer the full marketing spectrum. And it, it can be, you can think about your niche. Do you want to include your niche in your name? And some people do that because they are 100%. This is their niche. This is the way they're going. They can't envisage them changing. Other people don't want to limit themselves to that niche. So, it, which is why I, right at the start, was saying there is no right or wrong here. But I do think you need to consider the limitations that some of your potential names might have. Yeah. And I think there is one thing that you can do wrong. And that is to not check that it's already a trademark that you can't use. Do definitely go and check. And obviously this will be different depending on where you are based in the world. But just Google like trademark checks and just check that whatever name it is you're going to use hasn't already been trademarked. So, for example, like we've got various trademarks, like we own the trademark for Ads Manager Academy and for the Inner Hub. So somebody couldn't then go and start a business doing a similar thing and use those names because we own the trademark. And it might be that you haven't checked that. You've then gone and bought the domains that you want and you've set up your website and you've got all your branding done. You spend all this money. And a business then comes to you and says, this is my trademark, you've got to stop using it. And then you've got to go right back to the scratch and start again and think of new names and get new branding. And it's just such a ball ache. Like, just don't put yourself in that position. Do those checks beforehand before you even move forwards with going and getting an Instagram handle, for example. It's just not worth the hassle. And if you have got a really good name, you could go and trademark your own name. Yeah. but And if you're sat here thinking, oh, that wouldn't happen to me. Like mm. it does. It's happened to does some happen. of our members that that's happened to. So, and the worst thing is when you've become established. Yeah. And like it happened to me in the past, it wasn't a trademark. It was a limited company. And so obviously now looking back, I know that I didn't need to change it. But at the time I wasn't savvy enough to know that. But, you know, if you don't do that work, you kind of put yourself into a position that it could happen. That's why you couldn't call yourself virtually savvy. You just weren't savvy enough. I wasn't savvy enough. No. Yeah. <laughs> But then I, like, I've not trademarked, I didn't trademark Virtually Savvy and now loads of people are Virtually Savvy. Oh, are they? Interesting. Yeah. That's because it was obviously such a great name. Well, obviously, which is one of the reasons why I stopped. I didn't want to be associated. <laughs> and, and on that point, I guess. That is a good point. <laughs> is that you can change your name as well. This is not set in stone. And I've seen lots of people change their names over the years. They've had a name, something like Virtually Savvy or this or that, or social media this and social that. And then five years later, they've changed it. And what they've changed it to on probably 99% of those cases is their name. Yeah. So I do think there's a lot of legs in name. I've got a question for you. When you changed your name from Virtually Savvy to Laura Davis, what happened? Nothing. No one noticed. (laughs) Okay. There we go. That should put some people's uh, minds at rest. I was expecting a long-winded story then. (laughs) So literally no one noticed. Like you can. Sometimes you can do a big rebrand and that's a whole like marketing campaign in itself. But I was a bit like... But I would always be like, who actually cares? Yeah, uh, like as long as I'm still there. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and maybe if I was a brand that had like worldwide domination and I was well... Like if you were (laughs) Coca-Cola... Yeah, then I'd probably have given it a little bit more thought. (laughs) (laughs) But to me, Virtually Savvy was just me. I never grew an agency. I've got a team of freelancers, but I don't have like bricks and mortar, don't have employees, I don't, you know. And so I felt like it didn't really matter. You know, all of my clients knew me as Laura anyway, not as Hey Virtual, virtually. Hey Savvy. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. So it was quite an easy transition to make and I just didn't make a thing about it. I changed my Instagram handle first to saw if anybody commented and then I just changed my domain over, which took me forever. Yeah. I think going slightly on a tangent, but when it comes to names, like as we said at the beginning, we're really rubbish at thinking of names. And I think all of the things that we've been talking about today could also be applied to like if you're trying to name your products and your services, don't you think? Like yeah. don't overthink it so much and, you know, just as long as it, as I said, it's not trademarked and not being used by somebody else, don't let that hold you back from like launching a new service as well or, yeah. like a, or a masterclass or whatever. Yeah. So in terms of just to like be clear what we're kind of saying to people, because I think there is no clear you must do this and you mustn't do that when it comes to your names. No, and like I guarantee after people have listened to this, they will have Facebook ads that are like the 10 steps to naming your business, yeah. the proven formula to name your business and all of this crap. Like it's all crap. Just yeah, none of it works really. No, but you do want to kind of just based on what we've covered just to kind of round it up you do need to just have do your due diligence in that you want to check those handles check the domain check trademarks check trade.com that's probably trademarked we're probably going to get fined for doing that and no we're not sponsored by them oh god <laughs> have no association with this podcast no we have no association with them either no so do that due diligence you want to also think about your growth or not do you want your business name to allow for growth if so what does that look like and just to remember that you can always change it nothing is set in stone it doesn't have to stop you from progressing and moving on lots of big brands change their name like you know marathon to snickers yeah olay all of you lays now olay is it yeah that's been like that for years where have you been well, they obviously did a strategic changeover like I did. I didn't. Didn't Jif change? Jif and Sif? Oh, yeah. I'm on a totally different planet. Laura Davis is looking at me like I'm some sort of alien now. Drop into our DMs and let us know any, any other brands that have changed their names so we can educate Laura. But yeah, do. And I'll put it in a carousel. So there we go. So that, I hope it gave you some food for thought. Don't stop yourself from moving on with your business because you're worried about your name. Don't compare to others. Don't go, oh, well, I wish I had their name. Just go with it. Stick a pin in it. Consider what we've talked about today. But yeah, make sure there's not anal in your handle. And yeah, that's it. Good advice there. Thanks. <laughs> I'm going to make sure anytime I launch a new brand, I'm not going to have the word anal in my name. <laughs> As we said at the beginning of this podcast, you're probably going to have follow-up questions. So come and find us in the Facebook group. We are more than happy to answer anything. And we would love to carry on the discussion about what you have called your business or what you plan to call your business. So come and find us in there. That's the socialmediamanagershub.com. And we will be back in your ears next Tuesday. We'll see you then. Toodle pip. Bye. Ta-ra. That's really boring. Goodbye. Sorry. Bye.